with everything, any friend, anyone that I ever talk to, I'm like, just do what works for you. Because when you do what works for you, then you start doing the things like you just said that fit within your atmosphere. You know, it's like, yes, I'm working full time and it's driving me crazy some days, but why am I doing it? I actually really love it and enjoy it. And it's Hey friends, welcome to the More Than a Mother Triumph After Trauma podcast. I am your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you work through unresolved trauma and combat stagnation so you can unleash your full potential and manifest the life and business of your dreams. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies you can use to master your mindset and overcome obstacles in motherhood, business, and life as well as inspiring interviews from moms just like you who are sharing their own stories of triumph in order to uplift, encourage, and empower you on your motherhood and business ventures. At More Than a Mother Triumph After Trauma podcast, we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time. We are helping you to let go of the past so you can live fully and freely in the present and create the future you desire. If you are enjoying the show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your takeaways in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so I can share your share. Each time you share the show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother Triumph After Trauma podcast today. Remember, we are all in this together. Are you ready, mama? Let's go. Today, I sat down with Ingrid Reed, who is a mom to a very energetic toddler boy, a career professional, and the founder of Working Mom Kind, which is a community on a mission to empower, showcase, and support the hard work and talents of moms around the world. Ingrid and I had a chance to talk about how she came up with the idea to start Working Mom Kind, how becoming a mother really changed her life and transformed her life, and now how she's on a mission each and every day to connect with more and more mothers across the world and build a sisterhood of empowered mothers who are able to pursue their dreams and pursue their goals and realize that they can do whatever they like to make them happy. Let's dive into my conversation with Ingrid. Hey, Ingrid, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I'm so excited to have you here as my guest. Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. I've been waiting for weeks and the day is finally here. Yes, <laughs> Thank you is, for having me. You're welcome. This is so exciting. I can't wait to just talk with you about all the great things you have going on. But before we get into all of that, if you could just take a moment and introduce yourself to my audience and let us know, tell us who you are. Sure. So my name is Ingrid Reed, and I'm the founder of Working MomKind, which is an online community for moms, basically a safe space to support and empower moms. Whatever your passion might be, whatever you want to do, that's what you can do at Working MomKind. We stick together. We support each other. I'm a full-time uh, employee, too. I have a career that I've been um, working on since I graduated college, so I work full-time, and I have a, an almost three-year-old boy and I'm married, so <laughs> a pretty crazy busy life, but still making time for the fun stuff, like being here with you today. That's great, and yes, you have a lot going on, and I can <laughs> relate with being that full-time mom running business and having kids, so yes, you're in the perfect place today. <laughs> 
said, more than a mother, we believe that you can be a great mom and pursue your dreams at the same time. However, we also know that everyone has a story, some kind of transformational moment that brought them to this point they are at today because none of us wake up and we are these great human beings that are just living our dreams and rocking our goals. So if you could please just share with the audience, what was your aha moment or what were some aha moments you had along the way that led you to the path you're on today? Well, I feel like I've had a lot, um, but the first one really came after the birth of my son because I, I was born and raised in Texas and growing up even like from the end of high school into college, I had a lot of girlfriends who were already having kids and I was, uh, you know, to put it the best way, like I was literally one of the last of my friends to have children. So I was always able to see what they would go through from an outside perspective without really understanding it. But I, I was always there for them, you know, and like, knew that they were struggling but didn't understand it because I wasn't a mother yet so then I moved out of Texas came to New York met my husband dated got married had a kid and then I was like whoa <laughs> like it was it was an aha moment but it was more like a whoa uh-huh and so like all this time that I thought I understood what my girlfriends were going through I was so far off Again, I knew that they were struggling. I knew that, that it was hard being a mother because of everything that we hear every day, but it didn't really hit me until I had my son. I was sitting in New York away from all of my friends and family with a newborn in my arms at three in the morning, like, oh my God. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> so it's like you, you have the baby and they just send you home and that's it. So it was very telling for me because while I, my, my family came to visit and they helped out the first week or, or two, I believe, I can't even remember, it's a blur. Uh, my husband's always been really supportive, but there's nothing like being able to have a group of women that can actually look at you and say, I know exactly what you're going through and it's going to get better. So I don't know if it was because I was a new mom or that I was away from friends and, from friends and family, but I just felt like... I didn't have that and it felt something felt empty even though I was like filled with love with my newborn you know right. I, was, I was a mom it was like all this beautiful butterfly feelings you're supposed to feel and fireworks and I was like but I still I'm missing something and so when I was nursing my my son um, those first like three months I would literally be up like every two hours as you know and you probably remember yes and um I, like all I had was my phone because it was what would keep me from falling asleep. So I literally would go on Instagram. I mean, what else are you going to right. do on social media? <laughs> what people are doing. And so I started to see, you know, like maybe there's other moms feeling the same way there have to be. And so I started just searching hashtags and I started finding other moms that had just had babies. And so it kind of like led me into this path of like, okay, well, there are others, but how do I know whether they're feeling the same way? I I don't think that they do. I don't know. So I just decided to start kind of like a, a, an Instagram of my own where I just vowed to myself that I was going to share only like the realest moments. And so like I didn't know that while I was, it was like helping me, but at the same time I was helping other moms that were feeling the same way that I was feeling. So it was like a, the weirdest aha moment because I knew that it was something that we all needed but it's not something that you necessarily want to be so open about and share. Right. But I knew that if I wasn't able to 
realize or recognize what my girlfriends were going through back then, it was time for me to change that and find a way to really open the dialogue of how hard motherhood can be. So it's kind of like a half, half, <laughs> uh-huh, and half, whoa. That's I like I that, whoa. <laughs> That's a great way to describe that, whoa. Because I mean, when you do have that first child, it is like, whoa, what's happening here? As you said, there's no manual. It's like, here's this baby. You carried it for nine months, push it out in the hospital. Here you go. Go home. Have a good day. And that's really what it is. And you're right. Just having that, even with people around you, it's still that experience of being that first time mom. Like nobody's ever going to forget that first time experience. And being in that moment of having those where you don't feel you can be vulnerable or you feel bad if you have certain emotions and you're seeing everybody else on Instagram, probably you're just scrolling at two, three in the morning, like, wow, how do they have it all together? And you're like, I feel like a total mess here. So it is good that you were able to see through that and kind of start this Instagram page and start this community to really open. And I like how you said, open that dialogue, because I think too often we don't have those real conversations. Yeah, I feel like it's always focused on, you know, the nine months, you know, or the baby or however you're getting to that point of of becoming a mother. It's always about the process. And I feel like we don't really look beyond that. Like, what's going to happen once you actually have that kid? And then as your children grow, because the struggles don't stop just, or they don't start and stop when the kid is done being a newborn, like, it keeps going, you know, even like, I know I, now my girlfriends have kids in elementary schools and middle school, and I'm like, my son's about to be three, so like, the struggles are different, but they never stop, so. That is true, they do not, I have a son who is almost 20, so trust me, they get Even once they turn 18, it's like they still need you, but just in different ways. So it's constantly evolving. My two girls, they're in middle school and one starting middle school. So it just changes, it evolves, but you always need that community and that you can relate to. That's why it's great to have platforms such as yours and mine that kind of deep dive into the real, the transparent side of motherhood to kind of empower those mothers and let mothers know that you're not struggling alone and it is okay to get online and admit that I don't have it all together. And it's also it also helps because ever since then, I guess I also joined a different type of circle, like, you know, the fact that I met you and it's so fulfilling to know, like you said, that there are other mothers feeling like you And not only that, that there's a lot of different styles to processing this type of struggle and information and and life stages. And it's so nice to to just be able to have a window into what other women and mothers are dealing with, you know, because it makes you feel less alone. So I, the the longer that I've been doing this, the more that, the more happy it makes me because I realized that, oh my God, there's so many amazing women out there that are dealing with something similar, but maybe handling it differently. And you just sort of start to accept how, while everyone mothers differently, we all just have the same, um, we want the same thing for our children. Right. And we find that there are those common themes that we all experience. And as you just said, having people to relate to, because I mean, we all have that mom guilt, those feelings of failure. We have the great mom moments, the bad mom moments. And it's just having that and seeing that, okay, I had this experience today. And I can look online and see, okay, someone else is having the same experience. So we're kind of celebrating our wins and celebrating our low moments all together. But it is that empowering community because we know that 
we may live in different places, look completely different, but when it comes to motherhood, there are so many commonalities and so many common themes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's just great that you're able to provide this platform and really just start this, what I like to call them as movements for mothers, because I feel that the voice of mothers, we kind of play, we have such important roles, but I think for so long we downplay the roles that we do play and downplay all that we do. But now just with connecting to the new circles and seeing all the different kind of movements for mothers that are popping up, I really feel like that more and more moms are starting to become empowered and encouraged to kind of step into their own and realize it's okay to be my human being self, but also raise my children at the same time. Absolutely. And that's, a, that's actually an intense point because we've been doing it all, all along. It's, it's just that like other things going on in life right now, they were never documented. So it's like, I think back to the things my mother used to do, you know, go to work and then come back to pick me up and then go get dressed and take me to like a school event and like always doing all these things and still, you know, being able to chase after her own dreams and her, her own hobbies. And I feel like women and, and mothers in general have been doing this all along. We've been, you know, we branch out like a beautiful tree and the things that we can do, we're capable of so much. Um, and while a lot of it is complicated and hard without getting into all of the details, it's amazing how much we can accomplish. But like, like you just said, I'm so excited that now we're able to not only document it, but share it to empower others. Like what you're doing now, what I do now, what all the other moms, like the fact that they can have a full-time job and they can still raise their children and have a podcast and have a business on the side and, and still chase their hobbies. That's amazing. I love that. And I'm glad that we can document it. The more that we can share, the better. <laughs> I know it is. And it makes, it makes me feel so good inside just as you just broke it down. I mean, that's perfect just to say that women mothers have been doing this for so long and I think at one point in time there may have been that shame because we know that how tradition started and then things have kind of evolved but I think with these platforms and documenting it and showing it it's kind of taking that shame away from doing other things outside of motherhood and we're able to just step up and empower people to say okay yes I am a mother but I am so much more than that so yes exactly there you go. You said, you said it. You said it better than I did, but yes. No, you said it great. I like the way, like I said, there is more than one way to deliver a message. And that's the great part because we're saying the same things. We just say it differently, but it all boils down to that same commonality. Exactly. As I pointed out. Need a daily reminder that we are on this journey together? The More Than a Mother apparel and products line is your everyday reminder that we are mastering our mindset owning our time, and making money moves. Head on over to lawanmoses.com forward slash shop so that you can shop the More Than a Mother line and feel inspired and motivated every day to get up, get moving, show the world that you are more than a mother. Now back to this great episode. So tell me more about Working Mom Kind and what you're doing in that community. Sure. So um, my goal has always been no matter what, is to be as unfiltered as possible. But really just, I want to be, I want working mom kind to be that in the constant reminder that you're not alone. No matter what you're going through, what you're feeling, um, what you're doing in life, there, are, there has to be and there is another woman dealing with something similar, thinking the same thing. 
because the world is huge. And so I've always um, had it, not always, but since I had my son, I've had this dream of like just being able to connect women across the world, no matter, you know, where you live, what you, what language you speak, what you do in life. Like it, it has nothing to do with the fact of um, I'm an entrepreneur or I'm a career woman or I just, I, I'm a house manager. I stay at home with my kids and I take care of them all day and I homeschool them or I send them to school, whatever, whatever your thing is. That's amazing. You have to own it, but it doesn't stop there. So like my goal of not making you feel less, less or making you feel less alone, but also reminding you that if there is a, a dream that you haven't uh, fulfilled or if there is a goal that you have been thinking on chasing, you can still do that. And I want to make sure that you're able to see that there are many other mothers doing something similar. So it's a, it's a virtual community that started with Instagram. Um, everybody's welcome from all over the world, um, whatever your aspirations might be, whatever stage in life you're in, no matter how old your children are, there's still struggles. And a mother with a newborn can still benefit from the advice of a mom with a 20 year old and vice versa. Like, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's sort of like a sisterhood in my opinion. So I, I started it maybe like three months ago. I finally branched out um, of Instagram and it's, it's been growing. It's been, it's been fun just to hear and see what, what moms have to say every day, especially now with the pandemic, yes. because we're all, we've, as we, you and I were just talking about before um, we started the, the recording that things are crazy now <laughs> to very put crazy. it in, in very less words. Um, it's been, it's been crazy. And so the fact that, mothers can actually have a place where they can feel safe to ask certain questions or really just unwind has been very therapeutic. Um, and so I started doing monthly mommy hours only once a month because again, crazy. A lot of us have a lot yes. going on. <laughs> We've been zoomed out because right. we are in front of the computer all the time for work and for family, happy hours, all that stuff. So I tried to keep it as, um, as minimal as possible so if you can join us go ahead if you can't you know that's fine like well we can just chat about it but really just a safe place for moms to come and empower one another um, my goal is to, to keep it growing and being able to provide uh, more of what moms are looking for um, but as I said earlier I have a full-time job and a kid and a husband right. <laughs> so I'm taking it one day at a time as long as I know that that there is one more mom every day that is feeling less alone and better within the community that just makes my day. Like I can go to sleep happy knowing that it was once me and now I can like flip that, you know, that mom's day and make it better. So that's phenomenal. And it is so important in this time where we are in this pandemic and everyone was forced to be home for the most part all together all the time. So to me, having that community branching out and doing that and providing those monthly meetups and how they go, I mean, it so speaks to the power of the internet because you can connect with someone, as you said, all over the world, a mom that's having that same struggle. And the pandemic is something else that we all have in common. And to be able to bring everyone together so that we're maintaining our sanity and just not going, trying not to go crazy and all that we have going on. I mean, that's just great to provide that empowering platform. I just think social media is so powerful, but especially when you use it for good. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I love following awesome blogger women and blogger moms because I love to see their passion and everything. Yes. But I was like, now think if you could do that, but to support moms, you know, like I don't, I, I, I see enough of 
buy this shirt, buy these shoes, get this makeup and like nail polish, whatever. I'm like, I, I just want more about like, what can I do to make myself feel better? And right. so I also think of it as a form of self care because as moms, again, we're so busy with everything that we have going on that we often forget about ourselves. And even if it's just going into the community and asking a question or reading what other moms have to say, connecting like you and I are today, like th this right now is like my self-care for the day. And that's crazy, but I'm a mom and this is what just made my day. You know, so it's like if you could find those little, those little bits for moms to feel better, like that's what I want. I don't want to know about the next bag or the next shoes. I could just go online and find that in, a, in the website or the store's website. I want to know about what other moms are going through and how to feel better and how to homeschool my toddler right now during the pandemic. Like, I just want stuff that is helpful for us as moms. And so I think of it as a form of self-care, which people might think is crazy, but... <laughs> well, I don't think it's crazy at all because like you this kind of energizes me and gives me that momentum to keep going because as you said when you're touching just one more mom each day when you have one more person that's joining your community listening to podcasts whatever it is it's like your voice what you're doing is making a difference in that person's life and I think we kind of a lot of times we try to underestimate the impact that we make but really just thinking as the pandemic, and this I've broken it down to people before, like with the pandemic, if you're one person, you can contaminate how many other people. And it's like, think of motherhood and empowerment that way, that if you're pouring into just one person, then they're passing that message along to somebody else. And then it's like that trickle down effect, but of positivity and empowerment to where now we're raising up and having communities of moms that feel empowered and don't feel ashamed and are able to say, yes, I am a mom but I am out here living my dreams. I'm living my goals. I am figuring out how to work, how to raise my kids, how to do a podcast, how to do a business, how to do all these things, but I'm not burning myself out and I'm not feeling miserable and I'm not sacrificing anything. And you're doing what is making you happy. Yes. And I think that sometimes that can easily get confused. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of, you know, a lot on social media about how, oh, well, moms get stuck with everything. Like moms have to do everything. And I feel like a lot of the times, yes, we do a lot. But I feel like now, based on everything that I see, it's like, I love being connected with moms and women that are doing a lot, but they're doing what they love. Exactly. And that's, that's awesome. a key point. And that is a key point there because we do say, and then I said, when I say we're doing all the things, but it's like all the things that we enjoy, like we're able to define that all. And I hear, because a lot of people say, I don't hear that term that moms have, don't like that term that moms do everything or moms can have it all. But I'm like, just flip how you think about all. Because to me, when I say you can have it all, it's everything that you want, everything that you want to do. There's no limit to that. So that exactly. I, we're on the same path with that because I feel that doing everything, having it all, it's all about what that means to you and what makes you happy. And there's nothing wrong with saying I'm doing everything, but yes, it's everything I love to do. Absolutely. And so I always say, you know, that's why like with everything, any friend, anyone that I ever talk to, I'm like, just do what works for you. Because when you do what works for you, then you start doing the things like you just said that fit within your atmosphere. You know, it's like, yes, I'm working full time and it's driving me crazy some days, but why am I doing it? I actually really love it and enjoy it and it's driving me crazy, but it's what I love right now. Right. And yes, I'm doing working mom kind, 
but I super uber love it, even though it's a lot on top of my full-time job. And I have a three-year-old, obviously I love him and my husband who drives me crazy some days, you know? So it's like, that's the way that I think about it. Now it's like, if you do what works for you, you might get stuck doing a lot. But if you're careful with what you choose, because you're choosing that with love, it's what you want to do. And to me, it kind of like energizes me because especially now with the pandemic, when you start feeling, you know, cabin fever and you just want to be outside and everything going on is driving you insane. It's like, oh, I have a lot going on, but it's all the stuff that I put in front of me. And I know not everyone has the, you know, the same um, opportunity to, to be as picky or choosy, but I think if you start with one thing, even if it's a hobby or a passion, I'm sure we can talk all about how you started, you know, yes. with the podcast of More Than a Mother. And it's like, if you just choose one thing to incorporate into your life and own it, you are able to start making choices from there. And I feel like it all starts with that one thing. Again, going back to that one person (laughs) with COVID. It's it's the same thing, changing one person's perspective, having one person infected in a room of 50. Like all it takes is one person, one thing. And I think it should make everyone feel really good because it doesn't overwhelm you. If you just start with one thing, you can start to sort of like put yourself in a, in a road to empowerment within your own life. That's the way I see it. I feel so inspired right now. <laughs> yes, that one, and that one thing that really is it, because people like to think of the big picture and they want to do everything at one time, or they're comparing, as I say, their day one to someone else's day a thousand and don't realize that that person that you're looking at, like, oh my gosh, they've done X, Y, and Z. They started with one thing as well. I mean, if we compare it to, as I tell people, Amazon, if you think about Amazon, how that started, I mean, it was just books or they started very simple. And now you can go to Amazon. It's like a one-stop shop and you're getting yourself sometimes the same day. If you place the order in the morning, I know sometimes it's at my house at night. So, I mean, if we think about how Amazon has evolved and how all these things, Walmart, all the major chains, it's like they just started with that one idea. Mm-hmm. And put that one, one thing one idea, yes. one thing, one person, just one. Don't overwhelm yourself. One and focus on it. Yes. <laughs> Whatever it is. Whatever it is, just focus on that one thing. I love that message. Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the More Than a Mother community today. Head on over to LawanMoses.com. That's www.lawanmoses.com. M-O-S-E-S dot com and join my community today. Time, as you mentioned, you're being a working full-time mom. You're doing working mom kind. You have a son, you have a husband and whatever else you have going on. How are you managing life during this time that we're in? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that question because that is the most common answer. No, no, no. Well, I, I, I feel like I'm not, you know, and I feel like a lot of us feel that way, but I think what's helped me a lot because it's sort of like I, it's been three phases for me. The beginning when it all started, right. When I was just like, I, I'm just going to try to keep doing what I'm doing. That didn't work out. So then I hit phase two where I was like, Oh my God, this is just never going to end. I don't know how I will do this. And now I'm in phase three. So like I've evolved. Now phase three, as I was um, explaining to you earlier, is more of like, well, I got through those five, almost six months. 
I can get through what's ahead. And so what's helped me has been that, understanding, recognizing the effort, the struggles that I've been through these past few months, the fact that no matter how broken I felt at the end of the day some days and how terrible some days were, I was able to get through that. And so I'm still here. I'm healthy. I'm safe. I have my family with me. I can tackle what's what's next, right? But also, I have to be super strict with my schedule. So I wake up before my son wakes up, not all the time, most times, because I'm so exhausted. And then I have to go to sleep much later than usual. So that's sort of like, if I go to sleep past a certain time, I can't wake up as early. So it's all with being consistent on the schedule um, and always being as prepared as possible for the next day. Because as you know, life with, with kids, it's, it's always unpredictable, no matter what their age is, you know, you, there's always something new popping up, something new going on. Um, so on top of all that, you know, I'm trying to teach my three-year-old things during the day. I'm not a teacher, but I feel like deep inside all mothers are teachers um, because we, you know, we raise our children. So I, I'm trying to do my best with Google and Pinterest and asking friends. <laughs> But then I'm also working and trying to, you know, fulfill my desires throughout the day and, and feed my passion and my, my dreams and goals and potty training. Oh, that's interesting. So <laughs> you have to potty train during a pandemic and all the things. We didn't talk about that before. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's a so it goes to dynamic. show. That's why when you asked, I started with, I'm not managing it. I'm sort of just going and as it comes, I just take it. But I, I think being able to, to, again, stay positive and tell yourself, I've gotten through this period of time. I can get through what's coming. Making sure that you have a schedule. That's helped me a lot. Staying consistent. But also, it's sort of... Um, you know, doesn't work together, but when you think about it, it does, being super flexible. So as much as you are going to be strict with your schedule, you have to be willing to be as flexible because the days are just going to shape <laughs> on their own. That's true. <laughs> Even no matter how straight you want to keep your day, it's just going to go all over the place. So that's why I mentioned potty training because I start the day ready to go. I wake up before my son. I make breakfast. I spend time with my husband. I get a little ahead on work and then he's up. And I'm like, well, all of that just went out the window because, <laughs> because now he runs the day, no matter how much I want to try to control it. So that's why I mentioned potty training and just be flexible because if you're not, I think it just makes you feel like you're not doing good enough right and you start feeling guilty and you start making yourself think that all of the the good things that you did throughout the day are just not worth anything and they are everything that we do I don't care what it is if you got up and you put your hair up or you took a shower and you cleaned something whatever it is that you've gotten done through the day I don't care what it is the fact that you did that you did something and that's worth it so I I hope that Every mom that hears this knows that at the end of the day, you should never go to bed thinking, I didn't do enough. Because let me tell you, you did a lot more than a lot of other people. Exactly. And I think how we tend to discount, as I said before, all that we do. And it will be that one moment or a couple moments that may have not been so good for us or didn't go as we planned. It's amazing how we let that kind of, or can let that kind of ruin our whole day and negate everything else that we did. We may have accomplished a hundred things 
in a day and been our most productive day that we've had in a long time but let one thing happen and it's like oh i did nothing and i'm so like we are so hard on ourselves as women as mothers as everything it's like how can you like how are you thinking about just that one thing you didn't do but forgetting about all the other things that you did do that had crazy impact on a lot of people you know on your colleagues on work on your family on your children on your husband like on yourself look at everything you did before you start getting focusing on one thing that you didn't do it's just right. it's amazing what our mind does and how it and it really is being intentional like with the mindset no i'm big on that that you have to be intentional because for some reason as human beings we want to focus on the negative or always think about that one thing and it's really reprogramming your brain and being intentional and saying okay i'm not gonna let that one thing bother me i'm going to focus on all these things that i did do that were great today that were great this week and yep. it really is an intentional effort which to me it's kind of crazy that we have to be intentional to be positive but yet we're automatically ready to be negative and discount the work that we've done which is which is great work yeah <laughs> that's, that's really all i can say <laughs> it's great work <laughs> exactly so what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your life journey so far Oh my God, that's an intense question. <laughs> I feel, um, I, I think when my son was born, he gave me a gift that, that I feel a lot of women when they become mothers get, which is this passion and strength that maybe was always there, but awakens the, mo the moment you become a mother. And it manifests itself differently from woman to woman. But I think for me, it was really about, oh my God, I'm not done in life. You know, like I just became a mother. Yes, I got married and I've grown, you know, professionally, but I still have a lot of things to check off my list. And it was just this passion that was like, I can do whatever I want to do. Like, and I mean that in like the nicest, most beautiful way. Like, if you do have a passion and you do have goals, you can make them happen. And I think that thought comes easier for some people than other that you know than others. And for me, it was the moment that I became a mother that I was like, if there's something that I want to do, I can do it. So it was just this weird fire that I, I knew maybe was there, but it was just maybe really small. Right. <laughs> and then the flame just grew after I became a mother. So, and I, and I, I've gathered from conversations with other moms that they felt uh, similar after becoming mothers where just the, your life changes so much that what you thought was important before is just so different after that your goals and passions also change. And so you just sort of become empowered in a way where like, oh, wow, I want to do this now. I, I had a kid. I became a mother. I can do that. Like everything yeah. else is easy. Exactly. <laughs> it's I mean, parenting right. that's hard. Yes. And I mean, if you go, if you're the traditional route of having a baby, if you think about it, you grew a whole human being inside of you. So if you can grow a whole human being inside of you, then really you can do anything and you really are unstoppable. That's a great way to think about it because you birthed a whole person and now you're responsible for a whole person so if you can take care of this whole person then you're doing all right and you can do anything it just changes you so much in so many ways you know like whether you you spent those nine months growing your baby 
if you dealt with infertility and you're like, you know, you spend months, sometimes people spend years trying to conceive. Um, there's people that adopt kids. I've had some, I've met some women through Instagram that I've done that and the process is so long and, and can be very yes. heartbreaking and heavy. And so it's just something about becoming a parent in general. It's just, you know, it's it magical. Is. In my opinion, it's just magical. <laughs> it, it's very magical. Like you said, whatever path that people take to get to parenthood, I mean, there's always the struggle. There's always the thing. Some are blessed to have the, be able to carry the baby and it goes smoothly, but it's still an experience that you're going through with the ways that you mentioned that it's going to strengthen and empower you in different ways because mm -hmm. what you have to go through. So at the end, it's still a magical experience that if you can get through that, then really you can conquer the world and get through anything. So thank you Absolutely. for So what is a tip or final tip that you could offer to a mom who may be struggling to manage life or maybe feeling guilty or maybe focusing like we just talked about on that one thing that went wrong on the list of 100 great things <laughs> that they did? What are some tips or final tip you could offer to them? Well... As you know, because I'm sure you would say the same thing, I have way too many and I would never finish. We'd be here for hours. But right now, the most important one, which is a personal one too, because it helps me a lot, is talking to your friends, to your mom friends. Because again, there's this like stigma around being too open and the fact that it might make you look weak or like you don't know what you're doing or that you can't handle it. But there's also so much power to opening up and talking to someone because you realize that you're not the only one going through it. It might be different, but they're also struggling. So what I've been doing is texting different friends every week <laughs> with a new struggle that I'm facing. And I'm just like, girl, I just got done crying. Like it's been real this week. And I just like break it down. And you want to know what I get back? A very similar text message. But had I not reached out, I would have never known that my own girlfriends were moms were struggling with the same thing or, again, something similar. And I'm like, oh, my God, you were crying, too? I was crying, too. <laughs> and so it just, it just makes it, like, it sort of, like, has been resetting me. Like, yeah. okay, so I thought it was just me, but I spoke to one of my really close friends. They're also struggling. It's different. But, wow, she's dealing with something heavy, too. And so it's, it's been helping me um, get through the weeks, whether, again, it's work-related, family-related, uh, whatever it is. Talk to someone. And, and even if maybe they don't reply the way you were expecting to, you've, you've opened a window so that when they do go through something, they can feel comfortable enough to come to you. And I think that's the goal of this, to, yes. to really empower each other as mothers to make it okay to talk to one another about the things that are, you know, that are weighing us down. And, and for me, that's like my biggest tip right now that's been getting me through talk to people. Even right now, you're probably like, oh my God, Ingrid, you just dumped. <laughs> this, is, this is not a therapy session, but it's like now, you, you know, you just now feel like, wow, in the future, I know Ingrid has dealt with this. I can reach out and talk right. to her about this. But had we not talked about it, you would have never known. So just talk to your friends, check in on them. Even the quiet ones, as everyone always says, even the strong ones, the ones that, you know, you think have it all together because their Instagram is fabulous. Yes. No, reach out because Instagram is just the real. It's their highlight reel. It's not reality. We all know this. So talk to your friends. And no matter what you might be thinking, even if you just share a little bit of what you're struggling with, you'll either 
feel better at the end or you're, you'll change the way that they see how to communicate with each other. That's wonderful advice to talk to someone because too often a lot of people like to live in isolation for fear of judgment, shame, whatever it may be, but just realizing that you're not alone and if you're experiencing this, then someone else could possibly be having that same experience. So don't be afraid to reach out to whomever and talk to them. So I really like that takeaway tip. So thank you, Ingrid, for sharing that tip with us. And before we go, can you please tell my audience where they can find you online? Yeah, so the website is workingmomkind.com. And um, the Instagram is the same at workingmomkind.com. And my own personal one, if you're interested in my highlight reel, <laughs> it's at It's Ingrid's World. So I'm always happy to meet new moms, as you can tell from our conversation today and, and get to know you. So. Thank you for having me today. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. This was fantastic. And I had such a great time. I'm so glad to finally talk to you as a person and not just typing on Instagram. Likewise. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank too. you. Thank you. Want to connect with me before the next episode drops? Do you want a preview of all the great things that are coming to the More Than a Mother podcast? Then join me over on Instagram and Facebook at More Than a Mother podcast. I can't wait to connect with you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and most importantly, share this episode with all of your mom friends. Let's continue to grow our mom community and support each other. Remember, together, we've got this.